we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. A new world order. Child sex trafficking. The deep state is trying to destroy Donald Trump's presidency. Loose the battle plans of heaven. It's all about control. Broadcasting live to the world now. It's the Weekend Vigilante, Sheila Zielinski. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this Wednesday, August 16th edition. Well, it's time to address the craziness because, as I've said before, the crazy train, it's left the building, folks. It's all out lawlessness. It's just flat-out insanity. We've got a serious war brewing here in this country, folks. Yeah, we know this weekend has all the signs of a coordinated deep state false flag to stir racial divisions. As far back as the 90s, the McVeigh and Randy Weaver trials brought out that the FBI as agents embedded in all of the KKK groups as agent provocateurs. George Soros is funding the rent-a-mobs, the BLM, the Antifa. This drama playing out is by paid shills, folks. Why are cities calling for crises actors? I was absolutely appalled this past Sunday when I heard several pastors, people had sent me videos of pastors saying, well, they have a right to do that because of all the suppression and oppression that they've gone through for hundreds of years, it's time that the tables turned, which just goes to further show the mess that the church is in nowadays. Even pastors are stirring the racial divide, really? They're in that whole politically correct, seeker-friendly, let's join hands, live and let live. Hey, let's not talk about politics or homosexuals or abortion. Can't we all just get along the cotton candy coma, my friends? Let's not offend anyone. This is part of this problem. President Trump, they asked, hey, is the left going to get rid of the Jefferson Memorial next? Hey, we know a big push from the left is to get rid of this. Why? Because, oh, let's not forget Jefferson was a slave owner. You'd think Trump, you'd think he was a racist, bigoted Klansman. I want to play you a couple clips and listen to how these frenzied minions are talking over Trump. It's just absolutely disgusting. You had people in a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down? Excuse me. I want the facts. This event just happened. In fact, a lot of the event didn't even happen yet as we were speaking. This event just happened. Before I make a statement, I need the facts. So I don't want to rush into a statement. So making the statement when I made it was excellent. In fact, the young woman who I hear is a fantastic young woman, and it was on NBC, her mother wrote me through, I guess, Twitter, social media. Her mother on Twitter thanked me for what I said. And honestly, if the press were not fake, and if it was honest, the press would have said what I said was very nice. But unlike you, and unlike, excuse me, unlike you and unlike the media, before I make a statement, I like to know the facts. The driver of the car is a murderer, and what he did was a horrible, horrible, inexcusable thing. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, that was a horrible, horrible day. Wait a minute, I'm not finished. I'm not finished, fake news. Why are they shouting over Trump? Did they do that to Barry Satoro? 
Mr. Islamo Obama? No, they didn't. Why are they debating with the president? That, to me, is an outrage. Let him finish his comments. This is about changing history, changing culture. This is about a mob on the left that wants to pick and choose American history. No, sorry, folks. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, and then, of all people, Charlie Rose is talking to Al Charlatan Sharpton. Are you kidding me? Of Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson had slaves. Yeah, I read it. Uh, had slaves and children with the slaves. Exactly. And it does so matter. So, should they take down the Jefferson I, I Memorial? I think that people need to understand when people that were enslaved and robbed of even the right to marry and had forced sex with their slave masters. The, 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 this is personal to us. My great-grandfather was a slave in South Carolina owned by the family that uh, uh, ended up Strom Thurmond was one of them. So this is personal. This is not some kind of removed discussion from us. Our families were victims of this. A open display of bigotry announced and over and, and over again and pronounced. Violence. And then followed up by not just violence, but terrorism. And the president won't even speak to it. So thanks for not answering any of his questions. Should they take down the Jefferson Memorial? You didn't answer that, did you, Al Charlatan? An open display of bigotry? Really? Is that the best you can come up with? Because the president didn't respond five minutes later? The man just said he wants to get all the facts before he makes a statement. Unlike you, Al, who clearly has no facts straightened out. You're a race-baiting, bumbling idiot. Oh, you forgot there, Al Charlatan, to leave out that the progeny of those men that fought in a civil war, how many casualties was there there, Al? But since you brought up bigotry, why don't we talk about bigotry for a minute? Why don't we talk about the party that you belong to? The Democrat Party officially tied to Jim Crow, William Fulbright, Robert Byrd, Roger Taney. Should I go on? The same party that refused to condemn lynching in 1924 and the same party that failed to vote for the Civil Rights Act of 1964. But L. Charlatan Sharpton forgot to talk about that. He didn't talk about slavery, yet he's a member of the Democratic Party. Uh, Let me remind you, Al, it was the Republican Party that led the battle against slavery and upheld the Union. Won the Civil War and opposed segregation. Remember that? Oh, right. We forgot about that. The press was very hostile to Trump at his press conference, kept shouting over him. They refused to even listen to what he had to say. Did they ever do that? Like I said, when Obama sold out the country to the Islamo regime in Iran, they ever do that? No, they didn't. This is about the president, the American people, not about these media, phony, bobbleheaded minions anyways. These leftists dressed up as journalists. You can't talk about BLM or Antifa. We have to be blind to these anarchist, Marxist, violent, radical protesters. The media is okay with defending left-wing groups or insisting we ignore them. Oh, and if you dare to talk about them, you must be a Klansman. Well, at least Trump's talking about it. Obama most of the time wouldn't talk about anything that took place. They're just dividing the country, fanning the flames, promoting ignorance. Why didn't the media do a meet the press and track the leaders of the white supremacists and the Klan? No, they're too busy chasing Trump and Russia, the Russian concussion, the collusion delusion. This isn't even investigative reporting. Oh, Sheila, you're not an investigator. No, I'm a commentator. I'm not a journalist. You weren't in Charlottesville. You didn't attend. You don't have first eyewitness accounts. You know what this is, folks? These left lemming liberals... They're promoting groupthink. 
Whether it's, oh, Zelinsky, you're a climate denier. You'd think I was the Ku Klux Klan Grand Dragon here. Oh, speaking of the KKK, hmm, who endorsed Hillary Clinton for president? The Grand Dragon Will Quigg. Oh, flashback. Remember when Bill Clinton once justified Robert Byrd's KKK membership? Why isn't the media talking about that? And don't get me started on Antifa. They're just a bunch of violent thugs. Remember when they clashed with anti-Sharia law protesters just in Austin, Texas, not that long ago? Absolutely hyper-aggressive radicals throwing urine, feces, paint chemicals, smoke canisters, and pepper spray. But you won't hear that on the 6 o'clock news. Yeah, that's right. Bags filled with urine and feces. Oh, that's classy. A militant, violent group founded in the 1880s in United Kingdom. In short, Antifa, what does it stand for? Anti-fascists. Oh, Sheila, just a term to define a broad group of people whose political beliefs lean towards the left, often the far left. Oh, well then, are you sure you don't conform with the Democrat Party? See, you're violent, radical progressives. That's Antifa's leader talking about it. Well, Antifa, you sound a lot like the Klan. Why won't the media educate the people about Antifa? These hateful anarchists. Where was all the moral outrage two months ago when a commie agitator attempted to assassinate a congressman? And I guess we forgot about last summer when Black Lives Matter thugs murdered policemen in Dallas. I guess we forgot about that. No one wants to talk about Barry Satoro and the members of the racist and terrorist groups that were involved with him, the Muslim Brotherhood, the Black Panthers, Hamas. Shall I go on? Imagine the media meltdown and the outrage if President Trump had members of the KKK, the Aryan Nation, neo-Nazis, or a white separatist terrorist group such as the IRA and the White House. Can you imagine? This is problem, reaction, solution. And look what's happening as a result of this. Yesterday, the Lincoln Memorials now got defaced with explicit graffiti. That is the irony, is today's fascism marches under the banner of anti-fascism. The people who look like Nazi brown shirts or Mussolini's black shirts, they dress like them, they carry weapons like them, they have the same vicious intolerance about them, and they use violence and intimidation to achieve their goals. Ironic. You know, the Nazis had a term, and I'm sure I'm going to butcher this, Gleekschalting. The term translated roughly to synchronizing the entire culture. What the Nazis meant is we've got to get this whole culture to be in sync with Nazi ideology. No one gets to march out of lockstep. And so now we need to mobilize the institutions of academia and the media and film and entertainment to all echo the same thing. And what do we have to do? Punish the dissenters. The roots of the modern progressive movement, folks, it's steeped in Nazism and fascism. It's called progressivism. Mussolini's fascism and Hitler's Nazism, it all played a part in the most horrific and genocidal scheme using blueprints created by the Democratic Party in America. But you're not going to hear that on Clown News Network or MSLSD. You're not going to hear that in the Washington Compost. And like I said, why didn't they track down the leaders of the neo-Nazi movement instead of attacking Trump? Should we talk about Hillary Clinton's endorsement of Margaret Sanger? Oh, Mrs. Founder of the Birth Control League. Let's talk about that, media. Why doesn't the fake news talk about Margaret Sanger Awards and the ties to the Klan? Margaret Sanger? You want to talk about statues? There's a statue on every street corner in America, Planned Parenthood. 
Margaret Sanger, let's not forget, was behind the Parliament of Population. That's right, population control through birth rates. I wrote about her in my book, Green Gospel. She wanted to rid the black people, the undesirables. She said they were unfit, and the liberals embrace her? Mrs. Sterilization and Segregation herself, who hated blacks? An avowed racist segregationist? Of the worst kind, I might add. And she aligned herself with eugenicists. Why isn't Black Lives Matter talking about that? The unfit and undesirables where they could be sent to camps. In Margaret Sanger's own words, American Baby Code for Selective Births? Look up what she did to protect society against the unfits. Yeah, African Americans. This is the woman who said the greatest sin in the world is to bring children into the world. This woman was a devil the founder of Planned Parenthood, selling baby body parts to the highest bidder. How about changing the name to uh, Planning for No Parenthood? How about that? Do you want to know who got a Margaret Sanger Award? Hmm, when Hillary Clinton. But why aren't the liberals talking about that? We don't want to talk about Hillary Clinton praising Robert Byrd that he was her mentor. Today, our country has lost a true American original, my friend and mentor, Robert C. Byrd. Senator Byrd was a man of surpassing eloquence and nobility. Robert C. Byrd left such a legacy. The same guy, Robert Byrd, that said, I'm anxious to see the Klan's rebirth in West Virginia. Yeah, that same guy. Funny how they don't bring that up on clown news. And then look at this jackass Mitch McConnell. Oh, you're going to take to Twitter and say you're upset about Trump not denouncing neo-Nazis, joining the other weasels on the latest GOP attack on Trump. Oh, big surprise. Really? This is the Senate Majority Leader? What? What's your claim to fame? Failure to repeal and replace the Affordable Care Act? Mitch McConnell, who screamed repeal and replace for seven years, couldn't get it done? What a jackass. Oh, because clown show John Insane McCain, who ran, let's not forget he ran in 2010 on replacing Obamacare, and then he betrays us? They're blocking Trump from tax cuts, blocking him at immigration, blocking him at every turn. Let's face it, the elites want Trump out of office by any means necessary. They're coming hard, and they're coming fast, and they will stop. The deep state establishment will stop at nothing. Oh, right-wing groups, is that what they're calling it? Protesting the systematic destruction of war monuments and white history in general? That's right, because black lives matter. You don't hear people saying white lives matter. They'd get lynched. You know what, folks? I got a news flash for you. All lives matter to God. It's worth noting if, if the same event were flipped to Muslims or African-Americans or women, it would be heralded by the left-wing lemmings as courageous resistance against tyranny and oppression. Oh, but because the attendees are mostly white conservatives, the event just gets portrayed as a neo-Nazi Klan rally. If that isn't a wild misrepresentation of what actually was happening there, and I had reports from Boots on the ground. But as usual, what do we see? The left totally losing it. Nope, they see pointy white hats wherever they look. Just like Al Charlatan. Al, look over there, it's racism Sharpton. The core assertion of the left, by the way, is that white people, they should apologize for being white. They have no right to history or culture. All monuments, flags, and history of white America, it's got to be wiped clean in a cultural genocide. 
run by the intolerant left. So while the culture of African Americans, Muslims, and progressives, they've got to be celebrated and rewarded. But all symbols of white America, that's got to be demolished. This looks a lot like communist China's cultural revolution, folks. Radical left-wing groups are arming up all across America with a group called Redneck Revolt. Yeah, they're commie left-wingers, recruiting soldiers across 30 United States cities and posting documents to their website that teaches leftists how to carry out acts of terrorism, torture, and mass execution against intended political enemies. What is this, the Fourth Reich? And then there's another group called Red Guards Austin, a heavily armed left-wing terrorist group operating out of Austin, Texas, who wear red bandanas, carry AK-47s, and they're calling for an armed revolution against the government. But notice the left-wing media, they never call groups dangerous or hate-based. They don't say that about Black Lives Matter Antifa, no. Those descriptive terms are reserved exclusively for the right-wing conservative groups even though it's the right-wingers who aren't openly threatening everybody with mass death, as the extreme left groups openly do. Nope, clown news, commie news, they ignore all that. Choosing instead to completely flip out, lose their minds over these right-wing protesters in Virginia. They didn't want their statues torn down. And back to what I said in the beginning. It's part of the history, folks, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And why does any of this matter? It's simple. Because thanks to the Stasi censorship of Google and Facebook and the fake news, there's no longer any allowances for public debate on the political or social issues of our time. No, all these groups believe that they have the right to silence all those with a dissenting opinion. Oh, you disagree with me? Nope, you're not going to be able to talk. We're going to censor you. Look at the left-wing protesters at UC Berkeley. Hey, if they have to murder conservatives in order to halt them from speaking, did you see these guys they interviewed? Have you seen these Berkeley buffoons? Here's the bottom line. The left has become the fascist bully party of America. This is fascism that ironically they ridiculously claim is somehow victimizing them. I'll say it again. Anti-fa stands for anti-fascist, right? <laughs> Wrong bigotry, intolerance, and hatred disguised as inclusiveness and diversity. But the governor of Virginia has even declared that conservatives have no right to assemble in public. This is the same Virginia governor that ordered police to stand down. The same Terry McAuliffe that donated just under a million dollars to Andrew McCabe through his wife's campaign to shut down the Hillary Clinton email probe. Hmm. Oh, I see. I see. The militia members at the rally, they were armed with better equipment than the state police. Trust me, you don't want to go down the rabbit hole of McAuliffe's business dealings. You know what his primary role in politics was for the past two decades was raising money for the Clintons. I could do a whole show on this huckster. Hey, Terry McCullough, have you read the First Amendment? The right of the people peaceably to assemble? Did you just skip over that, Terry? Denying their clear right to gather in groups to protest what they see as a gross injustice against history and their culture? If the protest groups were any other color than white, there wouldn't be any such denial of their right to assemble. This wouldn't even be an issue because no debate is allowed on any meaningful topic anymore. One of three of my videos is getting demonetized because of the outrageous censorship of all conservative channels by fascist book, gulag, YouTube, and Twitter. 
That's right. The trend now pushes America towards total polarization. And you know what? When you get to the point when the two sides can no longer talk to each other and one side is systematically suppressed by the left-leaning internet gatekeepers like Google, it only adds to the fire because it pushes the goalposts further apart in terms of ideology. What is the tipping point of the citizenry? This cultural split of America? Is it past the Rubicon of no return? Will it lead to a civil war escalating into a bloodbath? It seems America is one flashpoint away from descending into open warfare on the streets of major cities where leftists have become intolerant, racist bigots who are outright calling for the extermination of whites. Gee, let's go and pull all the Confederate monuments that still exist in the U.S., Around 1,500 public Confederate symbols can be found throughout the South, so should we just go on a rampage and get rid of all of that as well? While we're at it, let's get rid of the pyramids, since slaves were used to build them, correct? Are we going to tear down the Roman Colosseum because they killed Christians there? The Israelites were slaves for over 400 years. Indians were slaves. Africans had slaves. The Irish were slaves too, so maybe we should get rid of just everything now, shouldn't we? So what is the answer to all this, folks? Well, I'll tell you what. It is my opinion that prayer is the only thing holding things together currently in our nation. Only the hand of God itself is going to intervene in this situation. We're on the verge of a civil war. This whole last week, we've been on the verge of a nuclear war. We're being threatened with nuclear war, folks. Venezuela is threatening the United States and North Korea threatening to annihilate America with a missile strike. We've got a situation in Guam that could escalate into war. It doesn't look very clear that we're going to stand by while Venezuela collapses into a dictatorship. That failed state in Venezuela, it threatens the security and the prosperity of our entire hemisphere. Their economy is collapsing deeper into a recession compounded by triple-digit inflation as well as food and medicine shortages. It's an all-out train wreck in Venezuela. Will these new sanctions work? I don't know, but we've got a lot going on. I'm calling all prayer warriors, any of you that are serious about prayer, I'm calling you to join us. I'm going to be there, and it's my opinion again that prayer is really the only thing holding things back in this whole country. The only thing that can stand against the gates of hell, because all hell is breaking loose. There has never been a time in history where prayer is so urgently needed. So I'm calling the prayer warriors on this call. Go to powerprayers.ca. Join us Wednesday, August 16th at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Join us. We're going to pray in faith in accordance with the Word of God. And what does the Word say in James 5.16? The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. What does it do? It availeth much. powerprayers.ca. You'll see on the menu, join us in prayer. Click on that and we will see you tonight. This is a call to action, folks. Let's not be keyboard commandos and armchair Christians. Let's do something, because prayer changes everything. And I always say, when life gets too hard to stand, kneel. And for people that are listening, and you're not a Christian, and you say, oh, Sheila, that's your big plan? Yeah, that's my big plan, to pray. It tells us in Psalm 91 that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, 
in him I will trust. We're not supposed to be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that flieth by day. Why? Because a thousand shall fall at the side and ten thousand at thy right, but it shall not come nigh thee. And it also tells us he gives his angels charge over us to keep thee in all thy ways. He delivers us from trouble. Well, guess what, folks? There's a lot of trouble going on right now. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world, folks. And if you're not a Christian, well, you might want to revisit your beliefs. Because I'll tell you what, there's only one answer, and it's Jesus. Some people think, I need more money. I need more business. I need more followers. I need to be happier. I need to get things done. I need to be the best. No, you know what you need? You need Jesus. You know, Isaiah 55, 6 tells us to seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Do not put off salvation. This world has gone completely mad. Jesus is the answer. All other roads are dead ends. I hope the prayer warriors will join me tonight. A very important call indeed. Again, that's powerprayers.ca. Go to the Join Us in Prayer menu, and we'll see you tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Good night, and God bless.